Some neighbors were saying way too loud. That's only in the morning. You supposed to be up cooking breakfast or somebody. That's like an alarm clock. Welcome to a brand new episode of the world famous Loose Lugnuts podcast. I'm Evan Roberts, joined alongside Thomas Dick and Tyler Pig, a little uh, three-headed monster here for uh, as we get down to the uh, get down of the season. Yeah, um, gosh, October just flies by. I just the other day was October first. Now it's October forty-second, and we only got two races left after this one. We're going to talk about. Yeah, the uh, the boys were down in uh, Miami. Yeah, um, or Homestead, I should say. Crockett and Tubbs. But first, we got a, a quick update on news we missed last week because Evan's too busy to ever record a effing podcast. <laughs> well, thanks for uh, bleeping that out for the kids. Yeah, we never know for the kids. kids. Yeah, uh, penalty announced for Bubba Wallace after his. Uh, UFC fight with Baba or uh, Kyle Larson. He was suspended for one race, so he did not compete in the Dixie Vodka 400. No fine, uh, no uh, points. NASCAR said they only looked at the spin out and not uh, walking on the track and not shoving and not all that. Uh, we kind of, Thomas and I kind of talked about this in the recap episode, but I mean, it's kind of bullshit that a crew chief and yeah, we'll get suspended four races if a tire comes off. But what Bubba Wallace did, he only gets one race, no fine. Cole Custer gets fined a hundred thousand dollars. Like, there's no seems to be common theme with these suspensions and penalties. Well, and well, the, right. oh, go on. Go ahead. No, no, go ahead, Tidy. I, I, I one thing I'm going to say is like we talk about safety in this car, and then how much has been an issue, and then. A guy literally puts a guy in danger, like going 175 miles an hour in a backstretch. And it's just, I won race is fine. It's just mind boggling that that's what it came out to when it was one of the more violent wrecks we've seen probably all year long, at least is what I thought out of all races. Kyle Larson's pretty lucky just to walk away in general. And then all of a sudden, we just get one race after, especially after Cole Custer's gotten fined $100,000 earlier in the season. Just no well, and, consistency. And the race everyone compares it to that was. Pro Bubba not getting anything is Noah Gregson spinning Sage Karam at, I believe it was Road America, which A, I think he should have got something for that. I think he should have got suspended. But B, that was a road race and he wasn't going 170. So while I think Noah should have got suspended from one race, definitely Bubba should have got suspended for multiple races. And I also think at some point the suspension has to mean as much like this is a big suspension. If he's in the playoff, yeah. like that's huge. But if you're not in the playoff, you need to get something extra because otherwise it's, Oh, you missed a race. Well, and like the thing that um, bothers me is you have two full-time guys that are currently out due to concussions and then, and Alex Bowman and Kurt Bush, Kurt Bush probably won't. I mean, he's announced that he won't race full-time again, but uh you just you're not really setting a precedent with anything and you're just like yeah like kind of like you said thomas it's like you're not in the playoffs i mean you basically got free vacation and 23 11 got to see you know another guy in a car yeah. that they wouldn't have gotten to see so i don't know and yeah. he looked pretty good in that car during qualifying yeah he was pretty well, quick and in the same race kyle bush is uh crew chief we mentioned this ben bayshore Crew members Daryl Edwards and Miakel Hicks. I spelled it the way NASCAR spelled it, so it's on them. Got suspended, like we said, four races, which is through the clash for losing a tire. Like, they're not trying to lose a tire. They're trying their best to get the tire on. And they get suspended four races for messing up. And that's four times more than what someone else did for intentionally trying to kill a guy. 
<laughs> well, that's like how many times have we actually seen where a tire this year on a brand new car with one lug nut instead of six has caused the, these? We've seen this penalty. Like, I swear it's been 12 times this penalty has been handed out at least. Yeah. And we have a guy who puts the uh, two years ago is the, the cup champion in danger. And it's just, I oh, will find those guys and suspend them four games because I'm sure Mikhail Hicks and Daryl Edwards aren't making the amount of money that Bubba lost in this one race. And he didn't have to go to Homestead where he's never raced well anyways. It's just, you know, I don't and, know. It's, and the thing I don't get about the pit crew penalties, like I can see the crew chief. Okay, you know, whatever. You got to suspend someone. But, hey, we really want these guys to be able to put the tires on. So what we're going to do is we're going to suspend the first string guys and put second string guys on it and see how they do. The guys who weren't good enough to change tires are now going to be changing tires. So, yeah. So we'll go on to the next news. Uh, Corey, well, the big thing, the big thing that sucks for Albus and his crew. I mean, they're not going to be a part of the clash. That's the biggest the clash. <laughs> well, they can sit in the stands with ice cube. <laughs> yeah uh yeah cory lejoy ty dillon uh they'll be running full-time for spire motorsports in 2023 uh 33 races for spire this year lejoy is one top five one uh in the top 10 seven top 15s 14 tops 20s he's 31st in the standings ty dillon lost uh his ride to petty petty gms uh lejoy though they like spires especially with lejoy they've been pretty good at the the restrictor plate tracks or the you know the speedways. I think this fifth place finish came at Atlanta, I believe. That was when he had yeah. the chance to win. Well, and he's a guy who it seems like every race he's in the top twenty, but then he gets into someone like JJ Yaley and he <laughs> finishes out of the top thirty. So we'll see how that goes. He's uh, one of the people they talk to a lot on the uh, race for the championship. He's got an insurance policy. He says. Ooh. And then this one hits home, the last piece of news we got. This one, I put this down just because of Evan. Uh, Atari Racing in the uh, the trucks, they're not bringing Chase Purdy back next year. Damn. I'm not going to have any favorite paint schemes next year. Where buggies. Will Bama buggies go down to Arca? Or can, they, <laughs> uh, can he get an Xfinity ride? Or maybe he's with a different truck. Well, the, more the, from Alabama than I am. He would know more. The about real, it. the real killer is when Chase Purdy ran that old Miss truck. Yeah, that like the Bama buggies. We don't ever. The guy was born in Tuscaloosa. I mean, like, uh, and then I love the Bama buggies truck. Or anyway, and there's been some times where I'm thinking like, there's a lot of potential to move that up to Xfinity. We all love Xfinity races at Talladega. Yeah, you know, you yeah. know who should get on the horns, Grant Infinger. He's a Bama guy. Get on the phone with Bama buggies. True. Yeah. Get yourself another sponsor. Well, he's enough. One with... Alabama, he's one of them Alabama guys, though. Yeah. Chase Purdy also only has four more top tens than we all do combined this year of the Truck Series. So I'm not not like completely shocked, but that seems, a great sponsor. That seems like a shot at Haley Deegan. <laughs> no, she had, maybe Haley Deegan and the Bama Buggies can get together and, and oh. form that sponsorship. All righty. Uh, so Evan's going to take us into uh, this week. Yeah, we'll get the Dixie Vodka 400. William Byron won the poll as he was one of three drivers to clock over 166 miles per hour. Uh, he was joined on the front row with Christopher Bell. Uh, Chase Elliott and John Hunter Nemechek in row two, Kyle Larson and Ty Gibbs in row three. So 23-11 looking strong. Uh, five playoff drivers starting in row seven and back. Uh, Blaney and Hamlin at row seven. Joey Logano, who uh, won last week, locked into the championship fours in row nine. Chase Briscoe and Ross Chastain uh, in row ten. Two guys uh, had to go to the rear. That was Todd Gillen and Corey LaJoy. Yeah. The neighbors above me are apparently doing calisthenics. Sorry about that. Jumping up and down. <laughs> Tony, this is a little weird. I didn't notice this until I got jumped on J-Ski uh, post-race. I forgot Tony Stewart originally scheduled to give the command to fire engines. But the last couple weeks with Cole Custer and, uh, and I think Kevin Harvick both getting dubious penalties, he's been very critical of NASCAR lately. And a little spoiler alert, he announced he's running his first ever NHRA race. So I don't know if they're going to have to widen the cockpit out to get him in, but he'll be, he'll be, uh, he'll be uh, going down the quarter mile really fast.
but they allegedly said it was just a mere, merely a scheduling glitch that caused country singer Kip Moore to give the command instead of uh, Tony Stewart. So we got a little bit of friction uh, going on in NASCAR. Why is the like Mr. 305 not the all-time Grand Marshal at Homestead? Can anybody explain that to me? He has he has ownership in two cars. Well, that's yeah. what I was gonna. That's what I was gonna say. Is nothing screams Miami like country singer Kip Moore. Yeah, I uh, well, you know, Pitbull to me is more of a prime time guy. He's a clash guy. I get it. He's a clash yeah. guy. That's what he's. That that was the most riveting part of the clash. But it when I when Kip Moore, I was like Kip Moore, huh? What a <laughs> what a pick. So as we get started, though, green flags flying. We got four wide on the start. Uh, as Byron gets uh, out front and then lap six, Kyle Larson gets by Bell for second. Hendrick has three drivers in the top five uh, with Elliott fifth. And then lap 25, Tyler Reddick, uh, everyone knows, uh, loves running the walls, flying up, gets into third place behind Byron and Larson. Uh, Larson able to pass Byron for the first lead change of the race at lap 27. Yeah. Um, Byron looking, they both Byron and Larson were looking strong. And to me, this track is sort of like a bigger Darlington. Like, and you get that vibe, like, oh my God, you got to get run against the wall, but I'm really afraid to run against the wall. And, and there's a lot of stripes on the, uh, on the side of the wall. Um, one guy not running on the wall at this point is dinger he apparently practiced uh running low the whole time he's like mm-hmm. it. i i don't like the wall so i'm gonna run low so he's uh somewhere there in the top five at this point looking strong yeah. and then uh lap 31 john underneath who was having a pretty good run in bubba wallace's number 45 he gets into the wall and spins out from fourth place to bring out the yellow so some bad luck uh for him and the 2311 team or some might call it karma i don't know uh, William Byron, uh, he takes advantage of pit stall number one to retake the league lead uh, on the yellow flag pit stops. Brad Keselowski moved up three spots to six, and then Dinger uh, dropped five spots to ninth. Yeah, and it like colleague that's been their issue even with Justin Haley all year. As you can tell, they they still sort of have a minor league pit crew, and I think that's one of the things they'll need to bolster going forward if they're going to make a run at this and be legit. Like your guardians, like the guardians. And speaking of a crappy pit stop, Hamlin lost seven spots. His lug nut gun wouldn't switch from take off the nut to put the nut on. <laughs> so he struggled back and ended up be drifting back to 23rd on the restart, which isn't good that, for someone in the playoffs. That was the point where I knew Denny Hamlin was not going to make the playoff. I know he's like floating in fourth, but like, it was just like it sucked all the wind out of his entire race. Uh, he got into the top 10 later in the race, but just after that, it just felt like it was a complete utter shutdown by the that team. It just didn't feel like anything, he had any momentum at all to get going. I know we'll talk about it later, but it didn't cost him the race or cost him the spot, but it just felt like it sucked all the juice out of his run. Yeah. Uh, lap, we restart on uh, lap 36. Uh, Larson a little bit of interference to let Byron get in front, um, but it's Larson, Reddick, and Elliott. Lap 38, looks like Larson's got some short run speed, though. Um, he gets the lead back uh, from Byron. Yeah, and uh, I'm really bad at these notes things. I was rushed. I keep saying the same driver multiple times in the note. Um, yeah, I mean, Larson at this point, you're like, this guy's going to win the race, either him or Reddick. Um Reddick, uh, we said he loves running the wall, and he gets by uh, Byron on lap 44. Uh, or, he, yeah, he gets by Byron, so he's gunning for Larson. Uh, but then not much changes. We get uh, lap 62. We got 19 to go in the stage, and it is a boat race. Kyle Larson leading by seven seconds. And then I got to do the math. Uh, four to go, lap 77. Uh Reddick really slowed. Uh, he doesn't have much left on his tires, and the Truex is running really fast. He is the only JGR car that looks like they're worth a shit, uh, and he catches up to Byron. Byron uh, was able to 
he he ran a pick though, JJ Yaley, who amazingly has not brought out the yellow yet. He runs a pick, <laughs> and Ned does not let Truex get by. So we're gonna have Larson winning the stage. His Hendrick teammate Byron is in second, and then we got Truex Reddick, uh and Austin Dillon in the top five. Uh, he hasn't done much since that time he was on the crew. Um, Dinger, Kozlowski, Elliott, Blaney, and Logano also get stage points. Yep. We restart uh, stage two. It's going to be lap 88. It takes uh, Larson a lap and a half to get out in front of Byron. The last two restarts, Hamlin lost five and six spots on the restart. Um, really puts him in a deep hole each time, kind of what Tyler alluded to. Um, and then Tyler Reddick, who had a bit bad pit stop at the stage break, is back in 15th after being really uh, good in the race. That's around lap 16. Uh, and then laps later, we start to see the green flag pit cycle started by Joey Logano. Uh, by lap 128, they cycled through everybody. Larson's got a four second lead over Truex and a 10 second lead uh, over Byron. Uh, midway through the race, it's Larson sailing, followed by Truex, Byron, Blaney, and Kozlowski. Three non-winners this year in the top five. Yeah, they brought it up. like, And they all have streaks. Like, Kozlowski has, like, an 11-year streak of winning a race. Mm-hmm. Like, Truex has, like, a seven-year streak. And Blaney has, like, a five-year streak. So, that not like, none of these people be Ricky Rudd winning, like, 20 straight years um, <laughs> if they don't get something in uh, Martinsville or Phoenix. We got seven laps to go in the stage. Huge save for Briscoe. It looks like he saves himself. He could have got T-boned by three guys in front, but he really didn't save himself because three laps later he gets a flat tire. Um, It brings out the yellow. Stage is going to end under yellow, and they go to commercial break with Chase Briscoe parking his car. Luke Hillen hasn't been this devastated since... I don't know. When when was the last time Luke was this devastated? Uh, Probably tournament selection show. Oh, oh, shots fired. (laughs) Uh, I did. I did one thing about Luke, but then I also thought, how in the world is somehow Chase Briscoe? Like maybe like in the early start of the part of the race, I was like, Luke Hillen may be the one out of the four of us to get this playoff pick right because all of us are looking pretty bad right now. But he was riding with the fourteen guard. He was pretty close to getting there. To get now a chance until he went out and finished 36th. Yeah, so Larson sweeps the first two stages. Uh again, meant followed by Truex, Byron, Blaney, and Kozlowski in the top five. Chase Elliott, Daniel Suarez, Ross Chastain, Joey Logano, Danny Hamlin uh get stage points. When we get to the final stage, really no changes um in the stage break pit stops. They restart on lap 171. Larson gets a great push from Byron to get out front of Truex. Uh Blaney's running fast, though. He's now in second. So the top five uh, with about eight to go is uh, Larson, Blaney, Hamlin, Byron, and Truex. Yeah, but as you can see, Larson's just dominating. They got something dialed in. Um, He's up by 4.5 seconds, as you said, with 80 laps to go. And then uh, they go three or four laps at a time without showing Larson on the TV broadcast because he's so far in front and more people are interested in seeing guys like actually being challenged. Yeah, it's 69 to go. Truex has great long run speed. He gets by Blaney for second. The only sad thing is second is nine seconds behind Larson. <laughs> so we're going to need some sort of yellow uh, to get uh, the race competitive. And guess what? Uh, lap 61 to go. Larson starts the green flag pit cycle. But oh, no, <laughs> Blaney spins out. That yellow we were looking for comes out. Some of the guys who pitted early got the screw job, and that includes uh, Kyle Larson because what ends up happening is Truex and Chastain, uh, they end up being on the, the a lap ahead, and they're still on the lead lap after the – or they're still they're the leaders after the pit stops. Um, so we're going to restart with 51 to go, and it's going to be Truex and Chastain starting out front. Yeah, Hamlin goes low for three wide – uh gets in front of Chastain and but then uh 48 to go Truex powers by Hamlin a couple of laps later we see Chastain get by Hamlin uh the 32 to go it's a Larson he's coming out of nowhere getting uh by Chastain uh and he's 2.2 seconds behind Truex 
Yeah, it looks like uh, we're going to have one guy who just finished two points out of the playoffs, uh, out of the championship eight. He he looks like he's going to battle the poor guy, Martin Torex, who hasn't won in eternity. Like, we're like, and I thought he might retire. He he's he hasn't said he's going to retire, uh, but maybe he should. Anyhow, I, I need to stop talking. Someone else take over. I'm <laughs> uh, yeah, so uh, with 24 to go, Truex has got a one and a half second lead. But Tyler Reddick spins out, makes big contact, and bringing out the yellow. And then once we get into the pits, we have a little incident as uh, Larson clips Truex going into the pits. So Truex has to pit backwards. It's a 25-plus seconds pit stop. Uh, Larson's first, Hamlin up two spots to the front row. JGR uh, says the five spun them, though. They sort of spun them, but Truex's entry in the pits let them spin them. Spin them. It was like weird. It was almost like he overshot TD. I don't know his his pit stall completely, and then he just yeah. slammed on the brakes. Like yeah. it wasn't a very smooth. That pit, the pit lane at Homestead is is actually kind of wide. Yeah. And I just don't know if he didn't see it or he. It was. It, I didn't really blame Larson at all because it looked like Drex just really stopped in his tracks. And yeah, that, yeah. And they they showed they showed the guys behind him use like as you're approaching, you merge and then merge into that second lane. And he just sort of slowed down and then tried to merge. Um, yeah, so bad luck for Truex, not really bad luck, bad, like what the hell are you doing for Truex? So we're going to restart 18 to go, uh, in, who did we say was out front? We said, uh, Larson and Hamlin's out front. Dylan tries to go inside. Hamlin's like, I'm going to block you. I don't know why he bothered to do that. Cause him doing that allowed Larson to get out front. To me, I'm more worried about what Larson's doing than what Austin Dylan's doing. Because it looks like this is going to be like a real legit finish. So Dylan has no chance of winning. Like, <laughs> we're, we're not a Daytona in Florida, right? It's Homestead. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Uh, and then, the, yeah, so we see with 14 to go, Larson's pulling away. Behind him is Hamlin, Dinger, and Chastain fighting for second. Uh, but then the next lap, Hamlin has to get out of the gas, which basically essentially ends his day. Uh, he's done, drift back to fourth. Next 10 laps, Larson runs away with it. Um, but a great race for second between Chastain and Dinger. Larson lands his 19th career win. Chastain takes second place. Uh, Dinger in third, Austin Dillon fourth, Brad Kozlowski fifth. The next five are Truex, Hamlin, Harvick, Kyle Busch, uh, and Daniel Suarez. When we look at the standings, uh, Logano's the only driver locked in. Head to Martinsville, the last cutoff race before the championship for uh in phoenix it's chastain elliot and byron would be the ones going chastain's got a 19 point lead elliot 11 byron five below the cutoff not making it would be uh denny hamlin ryan blaney christopher bell uh and chase briscoe uh larson will be driving the number five in the owners championship for number 22 with the gano is also in the owners for and in the race the one guy we did not mention except for qualifying was Christopher Bell. It was like, he wasn't even there. I agree. I, TD, I thought the same thing. Like I thought this could be a place where Christopher Bell could really maybe win a race and get locked and move on. And it was like, I think they may have like shown his car like three times. Yeah. I mean, he, he just was, wasn't, it wasn't a good weekend at all for JGR to be and, honest. When, and there was a, yeah, there was a time where Truex was running third and they mentioned yep. like, Kyle Bush and Christopher Bell and Denny Hamlin we're all like in the deep teens and it's like, what's the difference between these cars? But yeah, Christopher Bell, we mentioned that he qualified second. Mm-hmm. And then he was second. And then we didn't mention him the rest of the race. He might have been with Tony Stewart. <laughs> Scheduling here. Smoke. Smoke. <laughs> he was smoke. He might have been in uh Saturday's Contender Boats 300. This is the Xfinity race in the homestead uh Miami uh Trevor Bain was super fast to win the pole. Uh, only three drivers broke 165 miles per hour. He's the only one to break 166, clocking it at 166.66666. Repeating, of course. Uh, Gregson also on row one. Uh, Ty Gibbs and Daniel Hemrick on row two. Brandon Jones, Sam Mayer on row three. Other playoff drivers included Austin Hill on row five. Josh Berry on row six. AJ Allmendinger row seven. Justin Allgaier row uh, ten. 
Yeah, and poor Alex LeBay and uh, Dylan Bassett, they failed to qualify, which I always find very sad. Like, let them in. Like, like is the track that small that we can't let those two guys in? <laughs> I guess. Well, they had a good trip to Miami. I'm sure they enjoyed their trip. Out. <laughs> okay. could, be a, could be a could be the like a worse place to like DNQ. It's not like they're in Kansas or anything. Yeah, yeah, oh, now we're throwing shots to our fans at Kansas. Sorry, eh. Kansas fans. Sorry, Kansas. Uh, uh, Scott Rutzloff moved to Austin. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Trevor Bain, stage one. He gets a big run through one and two on the opening lap to get ahead of Gregson on the start. Two laps later. Uh, JJ Yaley? Yellow. JJ Yellow. <laughs> it's not a bad name. JJ JJ Yelly uh brings out the yellow. He was clipped by Burton. Uh, and then he got onto Riley Herbst uh with some damage. Five laps of uh yellow flag racing. They restart on lap eight. Uh better to start for Gregson, but it's still Bane out in front with Gibbs in second, Gregson in third. Uh Gibbs makes his first attempt to pass uh, Trevor Bain on lap 15, but he's unsuccessful uh, while Gregson is running fast and along the wall. Uh, he is able to get past Gibbs uh, on lap 19, and he is hauling ass towards Trevor Bain. Yep, and then uh, Gregson blows by Bain for the lead on lap 23. And then at this point, uh, Creed, not Apollo, Sheldon, he gets up into the wall. He gets a flat tire. He has to pit under green, so... Bad luck for him. Lap 34, Landon Castle gets by uh, Austin Hill and Trevor Bain, so he's up in third. Uh, Chris Rice said that he had the best car uh, here at uh, Homestead among the um, college drivers, which is weird because I think you'd want your um, playoff guy to have the best car, but he said Landon Castle had the best car. Lap 40, Castle's still hauling ass. He's up to second, and he's chasing Gregson. Gibbs is in third and Bain is in fourth. Yeah, lap 42 and four to go on the stage. Mason Massey running really, really slow. And then out of nowhere, CJ McLaughlin spins out uh, to bring out the yellow. So that's how the stage will finish. It was the 15th stage win of the year for Gregson, followed by Castle, Gibbs, Bain, and Dinger in the top five. Hill, Hemrick, Mayer, Weatherman are uh, Kyle Weatherman, that's a good friend of a friend. He was, yeah, was, well, that's back when they were with Mike Harmon. Yeah, he was a friend yeah. of a friend. And Justin Allgaier rounding out the top 10. Yeah, and uh, Allgaier, not in the corn car, uh, which was a little sad, but he was in the Brandt Foundation uh, purple car. So I guess it's okay. He was like donation type stuff. But I like the corn car. It's corn. It's called. I could it's drop. Corn. Hey, if everyone's silent, I can drop in the corn song uh, lyrics thingy. So. For me, I really like corn. What do you like about corn? It's corn. A good corn bit knobs. It has the juice. It has the juice. It has the most beautiful thing. It's corn. I can tell you all about it. I mean, look at this thing. Uh, stage two, Landon Castle wins the race off pit road. He'll start out front. They restart on lap 51. It's a great run for Gibbs, um, and it ends up being Gibbs and Gregson uh, leading. And then uh, Gregson pulls out a slide job on lap 53 to take the lead. And then lap half, uh, 55, Austin Hill is hauling ass uh, to get the lead. Yeah, I mean, the strongest cars at this point look like they're going to be uh, Gregson, Hill, and maybe Bain. Um just uh yeah and those two of those three are playoff guys so. and then uh, lap 60 dinger he's looking strong oh my god another guy's looking strong <laughs> <laughs> uh powers by gibbs for third so now it's hill gregson dinger gibbs and bain in the top five green flag pit stop for josh berry on lap 69 he got into the wall cut a tire not he's nice. safe though be what not nice lap what? 69 it was lap 69 and <laughs> cut a tire. Not nice. Yeah. yeah. Uh, Not great. He's safe, though, because he won uh, last week. And then uh, Gregson able to take the lead from Hill on lap 71. Yeah. And then we get another. It's not a very good day for Sheldon Creed. He finds the wall again. Um, so he's got another green flag pit stop. Lap 83, eight to go in the stage. Kyle Weatherman needs a green flag pit stop from 11th place. 
Um, he had some cording on his right front tire. Not very good for him. And, and then uh, Noah Gregson is able to capture the stage win. It's the 16th stage win of the year. Also the fifth time in his career that he swept the first two stages. However, uh, he hasn't won any of the four prior races. Very sad. Yeah. Uh, rounding out the top five in stage two is AJ Allmendinger, followed by Hill, Bain, and Sam Mayer. Yeah, and then Gibbs, Castle, Hemrick, Chandler Smith. A good run for him. He was in the uh, Sam Hunt racing number 26. And then Stefan Parsons, who's been a lot in the top 10 the last few weeks. They really, I don't know who they get more excited for, Stefan Parsons or Carson Hosevar on the Fox broadcast when he's in the, he's running well. Michael Waltrip, I think, might be dating Carson Hosevar. <laughs> Michael Waltrip has some stock in the Carson Hosevar <laughs> get to the Cup yeah. Series. He's got like a, he's got like a prop bet to like get into the Cup <laughs> Series by 2025 or something. So final state, well, first two stages, Gregson picked up 20 points, uh, stage points. Dinger picked up 15 so really good hauls for those guys. Uh, we're going to have uh, Gregson and Hill get out front on the pit stops, lap 97 restart. Gregson gets a good push from Bain to get out in front of Hill. Lap 98, Hill gets out front as his car looks like it has better short run speed than Gregson has. And then lap, they're just flip-flopping. I probably should have just made a list of who got out in front. Uh, lap 101, Bain gets out in front, but he's got voltage issues. Uh-oh. he's running at like 12 and it's dropping and you have to have 11.5 and i don't know what that math is and then gregson looks like he's struggling he's drifted back to four so on lap 109 we got bain hill dinger and gregson and barry in the top five now yeah, but that doesn't last long for gregson is with 80 to go he's flying he passes dinger for third and then two laps later he gets by hill for second uh 76 to go gregson gets by bain just as easily as the other two and then uh, eight laps later he's got his lead uh up to three and a half seconds he's just dominating uh and then justin olgar who's struggling he does a green flag pit stop with 63 to go he's two pitting when most others are just doing one stop uh and then it's a slow stop they need our jackman uh pat gray on their team they got a jack issue he rolled the dice and the dice went off the table very sad well, they made it sound like a lot of people were going to one uh, do one pit stop, and they didn't. Like, everyone did, too. So, at first, it looked like he was rolling the dice, but he really wasn't. But the dice still flew off the table. Um, cars ended up starting pit, uh, pitting, like, three laps later. Uh, 57 to go. Bane, they pretty much done. He's speeding on pit road. You know what they should do? They should get speedometers in the cars. Oh, hmm. <laughs> disaster! Lap fifty. What? No, I say. I think I've I've heard you say that before. Yeah, lap fifty six. Flashbacks from Homestead from last year. Uh, we got disaster averted by Gregson. Ryan Sieg slows down. They never said what made his car slow down, but that causes a uh, friend of the program ba Bailey Curry to get out of gas. And he gets trucked from behind by fast pasta. All this happens in front of Noah Gregson um, as he's trying to lap them. Like it was like my fingers are really close together. It was that close to David Starr all over again. And uh, so. Yep. And then uh, 54 to go. Uh, Austin Hill reporting a vibration. Uh, and then he decides to pit five laps later. His chance to win is out the window, barring multiple yellows. Uh, with his hit stop, Gregson now leads by 5.3 seconds over Dinger. And then Landon Castle with 42 to go, another green flag stop from fourth place as he also has a vibration. Uh, let's see, eight laps later, Gregson's leading by uh, seven seconds. Only a disaster like rear-ending David Starr uh can stop noah gregson um 12 cars are only on the lead lap with 20 to go he's leading by eight seconds uh 19 to go justin olgar has to pit with a tire down his championship four window is closing uh and then five uh five laps later with 14 to go nick sanchez uh, has two flat tires um will we get the yellow the carcass is close to coming off 
But guess what? We don't get the yellow from him. Stephen Parsons, uh, the, the the TV crew is very sad because he won't finish in the top 10. He brings out the yellow. He had a run in with the little Sieg, Kyle Sieg. Um, so that'll bring out the yellow uh, caution with 12 to go and nine cars on the lead lap. Yep, and then uh, all the leaders pit Gregson out front easily. Uh, Josh Berry loses seven spots tonight, which doesn't seem ideal with uh, that little uh, time left. Uh, but they restart with five to go. Gregson on the outside, Gibbs behind him. Uh, Dinger on the inside with Hemrick behind him. Gregson gets a great launch. Dinger, not so much. Yeah, he didn't have anything for Gregson. Gibbs passes Dinger as they take the white flag, but he's half a second back and he has no chance. Gregson wins a race he dominated. 13th career win for Gregson. I think it's his eighth win this season. He got a clean sweep of the two stages and he led 127 laps. Gibbs in second, Dinger in third. So Dinger, two third place finishes today for or this weekend for colleague uh, Hemrick in fourth. They found that speed that uh, Chris Rice said they would find. Uh, six months ago, he said they'd find it in three months, <laughs> but they found it six <laughs> months later. Sam Mayer in fifth. Rest of the top 10 is Trevor Bain, Chandler Smith, only his third Xfinity race. He's in, and he'll be running for Colic next year. He's in seventh. Riley Herbst, who we didn't mention the whole race except for that uh, incident early on. He finishes eighth. Austin Hill, just like A.J. Allmendinger with the vibration, and you got a pit, and his chance to win got taken away, but he still gets a ninth-place finish. Josh Berry in tenth. Uh, and then we get the, uh, it's almost become a, a his thing like like smoke uh carl edwards did the backflip and who does the bow so oh kyle bush does the bow kyle bush, yeah. noah gregson does the i'm gonna give you a look like i think i might puke and a couple times i have puked and he gives a lot of nuts talk like he put his nuts back on the dashboard again like who does that <laughs> like my, like I would find it hard to drive with my nuts on the dashboard. <laughs> it's just guys being dudes. Yeah. You know, driving with their nuts on the but dashboard. But he looked like the whole post-race interview. It's like, I think he's going to blow chunks, dad. And he didn't. <laughs> well, so when we look at the standings, Josh Berry, Noah Craigson locked into the championship for Ty Gibbs standing pretty good at plus 30 as they head to Martinsville for the final race before uh, Phoenix, three drivers likely duking it out for the last spot are separated by seven points. That's AJ Allmendinger. He's currently plus five. AJ or Justin Allgaier minus five. Austin Hill minus seven. Sam Mayer and Brandon Jones likely need to get a win to get in at minus 28 and minus 39. Out of those three fighting for that four, who do you guys like? Um, I want Dinger, but I think it's going to be Austin Hill. He just, I, he, he's impressed me with his driving this year. Last couple weeks, all guy hasn't been, they haven't been. Yeah. Yeah. I'm with TD actually. I, I, in my heart, I would like it to be Dinger. Uh, but in my head, I think it's Austin Hill to, for him to kind of just grind this out after he had that vibration stage two to get a top 10. What I thought was just kind of what kept him afloat and and going to Martinsville, who knows what's going to happen. I, I hope it's Dinger because I got a lot of – I think he's got some good momentum to get into to a good finish. Um, I'll tell you the guys who I was actually impressed with the most in this race is the guy who finished second is Ty Gibbs. I mean, Doug Gregson was great in how he ran, but, like, Ty Gibbs really at the end there uh, made a lot of moves to get into second and puts him in a pretty good place to, to advance. Yeah. Uh, I'm going to go with Allgaier just because I should pick the junior motorsports to dominate this year, and they I think they have, but – I like Allgaier, too. He needs to make it. Why are you giving me that look, Tommy? I'm just reading a rundown. Oh, all right. Well, in trucks, we had the Baptist Health Center or Baptist Health Cancer Care 200 for from Homestead, Miami. Uh, no qualifying, so they go to the formula. Ryan Priest and Ben Rhodes on row one. Matty D and Chandler Smith on row two. Christian Eckes and Zane Smith on row three. Other playoff drivers and trucks are Nemechek on row seven. Majeski already locked into the cha uh, championship force in row nine. Uh, the 51 truck with Corey Heim at the wheels in row 10. And then Grant Enfinger all the way back in row 12. 
Ryan Priesto has to start from the rear due to unimproved adjustments. Uh, and the race starts with uh, four drivers separated by five points for the final spot. Ben Rhodes plus three, Eckes and Friesen minus three, and John Hunter Nemechek minus five. Um, on the start, we get Ben Rhodes fighting off Chandler Smith for the lead. Uh, lap four. Oh my gosh. It's, it's almost a flashback to last year's championship race. Early on, Nemechek gets in the wall. He gets in the wall in lap four. Couple trucks uh, check up. Damage doesn't look too bad though, so maybe it's not the same. Yeah, by lap ten though, we start to see some playoff drivers emerging in the top six spots. We got Ben Rhodes leading with Chandler Smith, Saint Smith, Christian Eckes, Stuart Friesman, and John Hunter Nemechek. Other playoff guys: Tommy Jeske in ninth, and poor Grant and Finger. Uh, creeping up to 14th lap 13 though john hunter nemechek into the outside wall again uh, this time it causes a tire to go down he has to pet under green flag plus he has to damage uh, his championship four shots uh, they're pretty much shot uh, last year at phoenix in the championship four he got into the wall in lap one um, there's an old saying in racing is you got to finish the race to win the race yeah i just he it's funny because when he said he uh wanted to go to Cowbush uh motorsports in the truck racing he said he wanted to win races but i guess he didn't say anything about wanting to win championships <laughs> there's a difference yeah because he uh, has lap- won races he's won a lot of races yeah how many of them with kyle bush behind him hey now um where are we at <laughs> uh lap 20 it's Rhodes, chandler smith zane smith Stuart Preston, and christian eckes in the top five our friend grant infinger up to seventh though uh lap 26 ben Rhodes almost gets clipped in the rear by a lap driver brett holmes as he attempts a slide job he uh ends up winning the stage one second ahead of uh chandler smith 10 huge points for Rhodes. uh or, yeah followed by zane smith Stuart Preston, time and jesse and grant infinger in the top five also getting points, Christian Eckes, Chandler Smith, Matt Crafton, Parker Klingerman, and Ryan Priest. Yeah, top seven drivers were all playoff drivers. The one guy who wasn't was John Hunter Nemechek. So. Damn. Well, you got to throw him under the bus like that. We got some swings in the uh, stage pits. We got Zane Smith up one spot. Uh, Grant Enfinger up three spots. They'll start in the front row. Rhodes drops two. He'll be on the road two with Priest, who picked up six spots. Yep. Uh, Crafton and Kligerman go to the rear pit penalties, no speedometers in their trucks. Actually, I think Crafton had people out, uh, too many people over the wall. What's well, on? Uh, then uh, Zane Smith, uh, he gets a huge jump on end finger on the lap 37 restart, but Ben Rhodes takes it three wide, powers by Zane Smith for the lead. Uh, then we have a three-way multi-lap battle for the lead between Rhodes, Zane Smith, and Enfinger. It settles in by lap 42, though, as Zane Smith wrangling the top spot. Meanwhile, Ryan Priest and Tymajewski entered the fray behind Rhodes and Enfinger. At lap 52, Christian Eckes gets really loose in front of Ben Rhodes. That could have been a Thor sport disaster. Uh, they avoid that. Not much going on in the last nine laps, but a really important pass by uh, Stuart Friesen on Rhodes. For a two-point swing on lap 59, we get Zane Smith winning the stage fairly easy, followed by Majeski, Priest, Freeston, and Rhodes in the top five. Christian Eckes, Grant Enfinger, Colby Howard, Corey Heim, and Chandler Smith in the top ten. Yeah, but then when we enter the final stage, uh, it's Ben Rhodes four points up on Freeston for the last spot, and then Christian Eckes nine points back. Ryan Priest moves up two spots in the pits. He'll be on the front row with time and Jeske. 18-second pit stop by Ben Rhodes, so he'll start all the way back in 15th. That's not good. Lap 67 restart. Majeski fights off four wide, uh, and it filters out with Majeski challenged by Priest and Zane Smith. Yep, and uh, lap 80, we got Enfinger running sixth, but he gets into the wall. He cuts down a front tire. He has to pit his championship uh Chances to get the championship four. He's now with John Hunter Nemechek, and we're down to six drivers. At a lap 87, we got 50 to go, and it's Friesen and Stewart tied at the cutoff. Um, and I believe Friesen had the tiebreaker, and, and Eckes is four points back. So that's going to be a really uh, tense last 50 laps. 
Yep, four to go. Majeski out in front of St. Smith and Friesen. Championship four race for the last spot. Friesen three points ahead of Rhodes and seven points ahead of Eckes. Also with 40 to go, Ryan Priest starts the green flag pit cycle. Yeah, and uh, we got a pitting holdout. Um, everyone pits except for Timmy Hill is your leader. Uh, <laughs> if, if we get uh, a storm, which you can get in Homestead, Miami, if we get a pop-up thunderstorm that lasts the rest of the night, um, Timmy Hill's your leader. I would have cracked open a beer if Timmy Hill won. Yeah, the Timidator. Um, 33 to go. Fresh tires for Majeski and Zane Smith. And they fly by Timmy Hill, so he's like, I might as well pit at this point. Um, <laughs> 20 to go. It's Majeski and Zane Smith separated by 1.5 seconds. Everyone else is 11 seconds back, so it looks like a two-horse race. At the cutoff, it's uh, Rhodes one point ahead of Friesen, eight points ahead of uh, teammate Eckes. The, the Friesen passes Priest with for, uh, with 15 to go. Rhodes and Friesen now tied at the cutoff with Rhodes having the tiebreaker. Eckes is eight points back, nine to go. Rhodes uh, tied with Friesen has a teammate directly in front of him and directly behind him. Wonder if he'll get any help. Yeah, we found out it's illegal to get help. Uh for Thanks, Cole, Cole Coster. Coster. Yeah. Um eight to go. Crafton looks like he has a better truck, but he doesn't get by roads. Huh. Hmm. He's suspended through the clash. Yeah. Four to go. Rhodes, who looks like he has his hands full. Uh get but he still gets by his teammate Eckes. Hmm. He's now one point clear of <laughs> freezing for the last spot. Three to go. Rhodes almost David. God, we're bringing up this guy's name more than when he was in races. Uh, Rhodes <laughs> almost David stars Lawless Allen, who appears to be driving 10 miles per hour slower than everyone else on the track. Two to go. We haven't even mentioned the leader this whole time. Uh, Majeski's leading the race. Uh, sorry, just the point the playoff thing was so intense, but yeah, uh, Majeski's leading the race. Two to go. Eckes and Crafton. They don't really push roads for the pass. So, <laughs> what a coincidence! Yeah, we can get the, the tachometers and the, whatever the the analytics. Majeski wins the race. It's his second career win. But guess what? Both those came in the, this year's round of eight. He's won two of the last three races. He's got to be your favorite, I would think, in Phoenix. Uh, Zane Smith, Stuart Friesen, Ryan Priest, and Corey Heim in the top five. Ben Rhodes, Christian Eckes, Matt Crafton, Parker Kligerman, and Chandler Smith in the top 10. Super fast race. Only two cautions were stage breaks. Huh. So apparently, Chris Wright and J.J. Yaley weren't in the race. <laughs> J.J. Yellow? <laughs> J.J., yeah. That's got to uh, stick. J.J. Yellow's got to stick. <laughs> Holy poop. Stuart Friesen misses the cut by one point. Christian Eckes misses it by 10, which stinks because we have Christian Eckes autographs. We don't have time to just the autographs. Yeah. Did you keep yours or did you throw it out when you moved? No, it's in time? my office. Yeah. So uh, next time I go to Thor Sport, I'm going to have to get a time to one. Grand and Finger finishes 43 points back. John Hunter Nemechek, 50 points back. Two disappointing season endings uh, the last two years for Nemechek. Thor Sport gets two drivers in the championship four, Majeski and Rhodes. Zane Smith with Front Row Motorsports, Chandler Smith with Kyle Busch Motorsports. Owners Championship Four will be the same. Who do you guys got winning? Although, will that ruin our preview in two weeks? People forget who we picked in two weeks. Plus, we can change, yeah, we got a long time. Plus, we can change our pick. So, I mean, Majeski. Uh, I think oh. I picked Ben Rhodes, if I'm not mistaken, preseason. There you go. I mean, I think the hottest drivers got it. You got to say Majeski, but I like Zane Smith, and he's finished second the last two years. So I think he'd really like to. Uh... Well, it sounds like he doesn't know how to win. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm with I'm with Thomas. I like Zane Smith the best. It's really hard for me. I the the Ben Rhodes thing this weekend was so weird, guys. I went back and like read the NASCAR recap just so I'd like to hear their quotes. And he was like, it was just really hard having to race my teammates, wink, wink. And it was like, <laughs> like really went over the top to just talking about what a grind it was. And I was like, yeah, it's because they didn't let Christian Eckes pass you, man. Like, and Matt Crafton just chilled back there. So it was very strange. Uh, yeah, I'm going to, I'm going to go with uh, Zane Smith, but I wouldn't be, it, 
it would be kind of crazy if Chamajeski rips off three wins in a row after not winning a single race the entire year to win the championship down the stretch. Yeah. Um, none of us are choosing uh, Chandler Smith. Well, we'll see what happens in two weeks. Yeah, it's true. So that Maybe is we'll have Luke Hillen on. That, yeah, well, we'll have to get him on. He's way too busy. Him and Brad Marquardt are running the basketball program a lot better than when you were there. So, <laughs> facts. <laughs> so that wraps it up for Homestead, Miami. Um, we are on the Martinsville. There'll only be two races. Much more since I'm the one run the like Evans, like watching like a third of each of these races. I watched the whole thing <laughs> in the end, bringing you all the action. Uh, we'll be in Martinsville though. It's like uh, Bristol, but with not as good a PR firm. <laughs> it's like a paperclip. Yeah, it's like yeah, it's like Clippy the paperclip from uh... <laughs> Microsoft Office. Yeah, ninety eight. So uh, I think I hear uh, Luke Hillen's dad in the background singing. So we are gonna leave you uh, dreaming of Miami, thinking of Br- uh, Martinsville. I almost said Bristol because of the PR firm. <laughs> Talk to you later. I grew up in Texas where football was my game. Until that racing fever started burning in my brain. I started running many stops when I was 13. And won a short track championship when I was just 16. I met a man named Harry Hyde, and he built a car for me. Sponsored by Granddaddy Hillen's Drilling Company. We ran in five Grand Nationals when I was 17. My Talladega finish was the start of my big dream. Thank you for the ride, Harry Hyde. And I'm glad I had Granddaddy on my side. given me the brakes I must admit she smiled a bit but it's me that runs the race now you can't be a champion due to luck or circumstance I'll do the best I can for those who've given me the chance thank you for the ride Harry High and now I've got some others on my side you've given me my wings now it's up to me to fly